0: feels like to me, although I could be wrong, that nobody wants to hear anything good about the local hockey team at the moment. Everyone wants to criticize and rip and everything else, and I've done that when i felt it's fair. But i got to tell you, I kind of liked what they did yesterday out in Newark. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball... I also happen to offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates, if you've never heard me mention that. Devils 2, Penguins 1 in overtime, and the result had all kinds of blah to it, meaning the actual outcome, what occurred in overtime. Marcus Patterson jumps over the bench too soon, like clearly too soon. Jeff Petrie was nowhere near the visitor board's. At the time, Marcus jumps over. Marcus, of course, takes the puck, scores on a wicked wrist shot over Vitek Vanacek. Doesn't matter. Doesn't count. Devils get a power play. Four on three. Those are pretty tough to stop. Dougie Hamilton just ropes one over Tristan Jari's glove. Really, really just how did I describe it already? Yeah, just blah, there. I don't even know how you'd spell that, but that's, that's the word I would have used in my written column had I been on the scene. I mean, it's, it's lousy. And then after the game, you know, Marcus Pedersen is standing there taking all the heat for it. And it's just, you know, it's a long flight home and it's a divisional opponent. It's two and eight now in overtimes for the season. It, brings up again and again and again the concept that this team is just too old to be covering that much ice three on three, especially when you're facing a younger, faster group like the Devils. Bad, bad, bad. And at the same time, I'm here to go against that particular headwind and say that I really kind of like the way they played. And you know what? So did Mike Sullivan. I think we played well enough to win. You know, I thought we played a solid hockey game. Uh, We had our chances. The puck didn't go in the net for us tonight. We had some really good looks. I thought for sure we played well enough to win. It's true. They pressed the attack consistently throughout the game. They stayed on top of the puck. They were responsible. They were tracking back as forwards to help out their D-men. Tristan Jari was sharp, as he was a couple nights earlier. In beating the Senators. And the fourth line, probably not coincidentally, since Ryan Paling returned for the first time in a while and played, was pretty good. Paling should have won a game. Paling was standing at the beach and missed the ocean with that shot at the New Jersey empty net that clanged off the crossbar. And the truth is, had the Penguins, you know, been a little bit closer to onside or whatever they otherwise pulled out the game in overtime, we all would have been talking about how well they played. Well, the outcomes don't always erase the caliber of the performance or the momentum that gets generated by the performance. And I've seen this team since Ottawa, since that bizarre game that I covered up there where the Senators went four for nine on power plays, this team has found a way to tighten things up. This team has gotten some important players back. This team's about to get some more important players back. I have no use whatsoever for this third line, and I'm really trying to find a way to not bring it up on every single show, but I just don't. And it has to be addressed. That's not going to go away, even if you start seeing a string of more optimal outcomes. It's not. It's, it's there to stay until personnel moves are made. Ron Hextall's not going to be able to hide under the desk while this just fixes itself. The fourth line can fix itself. Josh Archibald comes back, and you're going to see Bluger, Paling, and Archibald again. And Those guys were making stuff happen before two of them got hurt. But you're not going to cobble anything together out of Jeff Carter, Kasperi Kapanen, Danton Heinen, et cetera, et cetera. You're just not. You're just not. Things have to change. But the rest of the team can still move or trend toward playing better. Just play better. Play the way you're going to need to play to win playoff games. That's what they did. Yesterday in Newark, they showed that they're not going to get skated out of the rink by a younger, faster team, and they didn't. Jack Hughes scores in the first minute. Why? Because the Penguins just give up goals in the first minute. Another issue they've got to address, obviously. But the rest of the way, there was nothing until Hamilton's goal, or very little. For long stretches, Jari just kind of stood there, you know? That's where this has to head, and it has to head with the understanding, ideally, that improvements do still need to be made. The entire third line needs a makeover. Brian Dumoulin, oh, okay, I'm not going to do that. He played well, okay? You got to be fair. He played well yesterday in Newark. Give it to him. It's going to happen. But he's still an issue that has to be solved including whatever possibility exists that he could solve himself. But that's also not just going to go away. The team overall did what it hoped to do in terms of performance. It didn't end up perfectly. It just didn't. But I'm here to tell you, and I'm pretty sure this is what Sullivan was getting at too, that if the team plays With this methodology and this passion that they did yesterday, they're going to be okay when we come back, J1Q. A1Q comes from Todd, who says, D.K., Sid has lost 80% of his overtime faceoffs this season. And with initial possession being so important in OT, is this a large factor in the Penguins' lousy overtime record? Uh, more relevant, what's most likely to happen going forward? A. Sid solves it by doing Sid stuff and dragging Carter, or Bluger, or O'Connor onto the ice to work on draws for an hour after every practice B, Sully changes the OT starter by using Jeff Carter, who's 3-for-3 three three in overtime. and C, nothing different, and the overtime muddling continues. Uh, Todd, as always, any small numbers, as you pointed out yourself, are, are dangerous. And Sid being 2-8 and eight in OT isn't great. You know what else wasn't great in this particular OT? Teddy going 0-for-2 on the kill. That's just a crusher. Four-on-threes, as I uh, mentioned in the opening segment, are the hardest power plays to kill. Well, I mean, five-on-threes are obviously worse, but four-on-three is way harder than five-on-four. And you've got to pull that back. You've got to find a way to get that puck out. You can't just lose two of them cleanly and give up that much possession time, which is exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. Uh, Teddy's got to be better there. So it's not just a Sid thing. If you go back to the actual opening draw and you look at it carefully, which I did on video, first off, Lindy Ruff did one of the things that you suggest there, and he sent a different player on to take the opening draw. That was Michael McLeod. McLeod's not a guy that you'd have out there three-on-three. Three. McLeod, he didn't win the face-off, but he did something different. He he shoved it forward. He shoved it toward Tristan Jari at the far end. And whether he did that on purpose or not, it's it's hard to tell. Face-offs, you can say anything afterward. Oh, yeah, I wanted to do that. But he looked to me like he shoved it forward. It goes to Jari. Jari's not going to make a play that maintains possession. With a puck coming on him like that, the odds are against it. And the puck ends up going back to the Devils. Immediately, McLeod just bolts for the visiting bench. And I'm talking about before the puck even got to Jari. He just went, boom, straight off. So, is that something else that you can do? Yeah, I guess. But Sid also has the best face-off rate on the season, and are are you willing to discard that over this really, really small sample size thing? Uh, here Here we go with overtimes. My biggest issue with the Penguins' performance to date in overtime has been, A, Player selection. And within that, entirely one thing, and that is not having Ricard Raquel out there. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Look what this guy does in five on five situations when he has no ice to work with. It's absolutely nuts that he's not out there. So that's one thing. Two, you don't see the same patience from the Penguins that you see from other teams in these three on threes ask you a question have you ever watched olympic track cycling do you know what this stuff is the indoor cycling with it's on this uh on the slanted platform or the slanted oval i actually covered this in london in person and it was awesome it's very very little about athleticism it's entirely about guile and smarts and patience and you'll see the cyclist's slow to a complete crawl even a borderline standstill as much as that's possible on a two-wheel bike and they're just waiting the other out it's cat and mouse that's what three-on-three hockey has become in the nhl it's not fun it's not what it was when it got started and everyone was just like whoa this is great look at all this room let's just trade chances up and down the ice that doesn't happen anymore Where Phil Kessel once looked like the weirdo peeling back out of the zone and resetting things at center ice. Now everyone does it. The devils did it three times by my count in this overtime alone. And they didn't even need to on a couple of the occasions. They were just like, eh, it was like soccer. It was just a, let's just, let's just kick it back and start over again and see what we come up with. Penguins didn't touch the puck for the first two minutes of overtime. Whereas. When the Penguins get their chances in OT, what do they do? (laughs) Right down the rink. They're going for. as if the, the clock is about to expire. And to their credit, on occasions, it's worked. But it makes an even bigger priority out of making sure that you have a way to get that possession back. And it's not easy to do that's not as simple a conversation as just face-offs although again face-offs would have made a big big difference yesterday especially the two that teddy took on the pk i appreciate the question todd i appreciate everybody listening to daily shot of penguins we'll do another one of these tomorrow